So we will broadcast and we'll yep, quickly see other folks joining us. We're so glad to have you with us. Come on, if you'd like, say hello in the chat. Let us know that you're here. Keep in mind as you're coming on board, if you do want to say hi in the chat, you might want to make sure that you're writing to um, all attendees or to everyone um, so that everybody can see your hello. You can also, if you need to, send a message to just the panelists and, um, and we'll get that information. Sometimes that's helpful to let us know if you're having any technical difficulties. Hey, Indara, it's great to have you here as always. Welcome to the folks who are joining us. In just a few moments, we'll go live to Facebook as well. But we're gathering. We have a cast of thousands uh, among our panelists today. It feels like that anyway. Um, we've got uh, our efficient Perry Bider joining us. And um, Maureen Andari, the singer-songwriter, is with us for um, music. And then we also have uh, Maceo Thomas and Josh Blinder, who will be uh, helping out with a new member ceremony, um, our first virtual new member ceremony. And we've got our, some of our new members with us who will be able to just come on camera and say hello. So we're so excited to be able to bring all of that to you this morning. Big hello to Adam and, um, and of course, Josh, who's here on, uh, on the panel. Hi to folks who are joining us now. I'm in, in just a moment, we'll go to Facebook. Good morning, Trang. This is one of Trang's favorite parts of her week. Yay, it's one of my favorite parts too. And hi to Emily and Carl and Julie and Eileen and Jenna and Adam and Hannah. I'm guessing also Brennan. And the kitties, Hannah and Brennan and the kitties. Oops, I didn't mean to go that, do that yet. And um, good morning, Maceo and Donna and Sarah and Susan. Wow, Adam's house is having gluten-free pancakes, bacon and coffee this morning. Awesome. Um, Welcome as folks are joining him. Oh my gosh, today is Indara's birthday. Happy birthday. Yay, happy birthday, Indara. That's awesome. I hope that you get cake or something delicious. And I don't know, I hope you get to Zoom with family and friends. She's, Indara says she's making her own cake tonight. You know, I actually support making your own cake for your birthday uh, because uh, that way you know that you are getting the cake that you want to get. All right. Um, okay, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and get us on to um, Facebook now, and then we will uh, get going. It is 
as always, wonderful to have everybody here saying hello to each other and just, oh, you guys don't want to see that if I get you on Facebook. So now you just get my face here. Welcome to folks who are still joining us. Be sure to say hello in the chat. Be sure to wish Indara a happy birthday. That's now a requirement for attending this platform. believe we are live on Facebook now. Fantastic. We've got Leanne and Brian, Paul from Asheville. So exciting to have folks from ethical societies all around the country joining us. We are delighted to have our friends there. Good morning to Christine. Good morning, Karen. Oh, I'm scrolling back. Hi, Barry. The Ansel family is here. Good morning, Laura. So great to have everybody with us. And we are indeed now live on Facebook. And I think all is working. So I'm going to bring back our beautiful images. Uh, always a huge thanks to, um, to Jen Watson, who creates these gorgeous images for us. And um, really, they add so much to our experience. I would like to begin this morning with opening words from my colleague, the Reverend Teresa Ines Soto. Like many poets, Teresa has been creating poetry out of this experience of pandemic. And the work that they have created really has spoken to me. And so I offer this poem to you. I can see you and feel you grieving over the world that used to be, the times, places, and events, but mostly for the people you had hoped to be near, to breathe with, without penalty of danger, death. For the lives we were meaning to live, while the ones allotted to us, we also lived. That sacred gap, both hope and disappointment, for how hard things are. And by hard, I mean unpredictable and uncertain. It may be true that the lives we imagined were not certain, but they gave us a map of what to expect. And now, things feel much flatter. And you are wondering if you have sailed off the edge. You have not. But we are coming to the edge of what we know. Pema Chodron calls this groundlessness. 
when we are in the moment, facing dragons, unknowns, in the now and now and now, and no reference to the past and no inkling of the future. We will need to hold the grief we share loosely, like a river rushing by. There is no resisting as we grieve the groundlessness itself. Your heart is telling you the truth. Your grief is real and reasonable. One day it will be past, but that is not today. It is not for weeks to come. We have been each other's magnitude and bond. Let us now be each other's witness and each other's ground. The becoming of the world, our hearts. Maureen Andari will share some opening music with us this morning. Yesterday, a child came out to wonder, caught a dragonfly inside a jar. <clears throat> Fearful when the sky was full of thunder, and tearful at the fall of a star. And the child moved ten times round the seasons, skated over ten clear frozen streams, with words like, when you're older, must be seen, and promises he'll someday make his dreams. <clears throat> and the seasons, they go round and round, and the fates ponies go up and down. We're captured on a carousel of time. We can't return, we can only look behind from where we came, and go round and round and round in a circle. Sixteen springs and sixteen summers gone now. wheels turn wheels through the town. And they tell them, take your time. It won't be long now. Till you drag your feet to slow the circles down. And the seasons, they go round and round, and the painted ponies go up and down. We're captured on a carousel of time. <clears throat> we can't return, we can only look behind from where we came, and go round and round and round in the circle game. So the years 
been by and now the boy is 20. Though his dreams have lost some grandeur coming in. There'll be new dreams, maybe better dreams plenty. Before the last revolving year is through. <clears throat> and the seasons, they go round and round. And the painted ponies go up and down. We're captured on a carousel we can't return, we may look behind from where we came and go round and round and round in the circle game. We can't return, we can only look behind from where we came and go round and round and round in the circle game. Thank you, Maureen. Welcome to the Washington Ethical Society. My name is Perry Vider, and my pronouns are he, him, and his. I'm so glad you're joining us this morning as we continue to connect socially while maintaining physical distance. Later today, we'll share more ways we can continue to be together over the coming week. For now, I invite you to say hello in the comments as you join us this morning. And as a reminder, if you wanna say hello to everyone as opposed to just the panelists, you may need to select that specifically, panelists and attendees or whatever the version is on your system. Um, you're welcome to continue sharing in the chat throughout our time together or not if you prefer. After the platform, we hope that you'll join us for virtual coffee hour in a Zoom meeting where we can in small groups and share each other's uh, screens and see our faces and talk together. If you want, this could be a good time to grab your favorite morning beverage uh, and possibly a candle if you want to uh, join for the candle lighting uh, ritual in a moment. Uh, of course, you'll want to turn up the volume so that you can hear every word that I say while you're moving around. Each week, we spotlight a West group or team that relates to our monthly theme. Today, in keeping with the April theme of center, we recognize the centrality of relationships in ethical culture and in the life of our community by spotlighting the deepening circles. Each deepening circle is a small group that gives people an opportunity to get to know each other more fully, to talk about matters of ultimate importance, and to tell their stories and find commonality. If you'd like to know more about the Deepening Circles or to join one, please talk with Amanda. And now I invite Jenna Umbriak, coordinator of one of those circles, to read our statement of purpose. So I actually don't see Jenna on our panelist list. Um, I oh. thought that she was joining us, um, but I do see her watching. So Jenna, I am wondering if you, I'm gonna just double check and see if she's hopped on. I don't think so. So Jenna, I'm wondering if you would like to um, type in the statement of purpose in the chat um, <laughs> or, um, and perhaps to do so while, um, Perry, if you have the words there, perhaps you'll share the words uh, in spoken form and um, we'll all sort of be holding Jenna in our hearts um, 
that we that we don't have her speaking with us today. Well, actually, in the interest of saving trees, I did not uh, include the statement of purpose in the script that I'm working from. I probably know it by heart, but uh, wouldn't want to take much chance on mangling it. Amanda, do you have it? I, I don't have it in front of me either. Let's see. Uh, the Washington Ethical Society, Society is a humanistic congregation, congregation that, affirms that affirms the worth, the worth of, every of every person. person. Here we go. Jenna's writing it in. I, I'll okay. read it. I'll read it as she writes it. She's got it. A humanistic right. congregation that affirms the worth of every person. I believe we strive through our relationships to elicit the best in the human spirit. Thank you, Jenna. We do something where we nurture the capacity of every person. We joyfully celebrate. Thank you, Mirka. <laughs> With faith in human goodness, we appreciate each person's unique capabilities. We joyfully celebrate and support each other through life. Let's see. Wes appears to be without purpose today. No, we've got it. We've got it, folks. Uh, let's see. Support each other through life with um, faith in human goodness comes in there for sure. We nurture a, we nurture sense, a sense of reverence and responsibility for each other and the earth. And let's see. We joyfully welcome you to join our community of children and adults as we work for a world where love and justice cross all borders. We always know the end. Jenna, I'm so sorry you weren't able to join us on screen today, but I really enjoyed that experience of getting to uh, re-remember our statement of purpose together. Thank you all so much for those of you who knew there was something in there. Um, and um, for sure, we all know that love and justice crosses all borders. And what a perfect example of the importance and power of community. All right, so um, moving on, if you have a candle at hand, this would be the time to light it. I invite you to join me in reading the candle lighting words. May we kindle within us the warmth of compassion, the light of understanding, and the fire of commitment to build a brighter future for all. Each week we ring this chime in solidarity with people around the world. Today I am particularly mindful of our nation's governors and government leaders around the world who have made and have to keep making very difficult decisions in the face of great uncertainty and tremendous pressure to try to minimize the human and social costs of the pandemic. <clears throat> May they choose wisely. As we listen to the chime, let us remember our connection to each other and the world around us. Let us hold in our hearts all that hurts in the world. And let us commit to all that calls for our work and our love. I invite you now into a time of meditation. Please take a moment to make sure you're fully comfortable in your seat and then focus your breathing, taking a few deliberate comfortable breaths. 
In the silence that follows, I invite you to recall a time when you felt truly centered, when you felt, yes, this is who I am. See if you can recreate that experience for yourself now. Are you taking these children away? This is, this is, I just want to say, this is the Sunday of knowing we are virtual in our homes in a pandemic. We are both meditating fully in the present and Maureen is handling her children. This is well, it's, now. It's not, I wanted to fix my Wi-Fi, so I had to move closer. I love it. Sorry. Maureen. <sighs> Take these broken wings and learn to fly. 
Maureen, thank you so much for that beautiful music. I will say if that is not what this moment is for all of us right now, that experience of, as somebody said in the comments, if you are, if you are not being Zoom bombed by your own kids, are you even parenting during this pandemic? All of us are here working with everything we have and then creating so much beauty. And I am deeply grateful that you are with us this morning to create that beauty um, and to bring that beauty to all of us. This platform uh, is titled, What Now? And when I titled it, I was thinking about what now, asking the question of what now, instead of the question of what next, which is Frequently, the question I like to ask, what's the plan next? What's the next step? How do we fix this problem and make things better and move forward? I wanted instead to ask, what now? Right now. And we will talk about what now instead of what next. But it seems also that this platform could be called, why now? <laughs> As people continue to engage with me around the news of my transition away from Wes and to another congregation over the summer, I have had various versions of the question, why now? From the polite, gosh, it seems like a hard time to be leaving, huh? To what the heck is wrong with you for leaving right now? No one's actually said it quite that way. That just might be my inner voice, and believe me, it has asked it. And so I wanted to share just a little bit about that because no one thinks the timing here isn't bad. I don't usually use platform to talk about sort of technical details, but I think it could be helpful for folks. And so before we move on, I'll share just a little about why now and then we'll talk about what now. The why now is actually part of a big national timing system. The Unitarian Universalist Association, like many denominations, uses a national cycle for clergy to um, make moves or changes within congregations. So the same time every year, a certain number of congregations find out that a clergy person is leaving them and the same time each year a certain number of congregations find out a new clergy person is joining them. Being part of that national timing cycle has advantages. For Wes right now it means that there's a whole pool of folks who are prepared and interested in interim leadership in exactly the kind of clergy work that is available during a transition. And of course for West, that will be open and welcome to ethical culture clergy as well. And there are challenges in being part of a national system. For instance, it doesn't take into account what's going on in the world around us. I sure wish that we didn't have the layer of COVID-19 and social distancing and the experience of a global pandemic over all of this goodbye time we are facing together. 
of course, I sure wish we didn't have a global pandemic, period. Perhaps like you, I have found this time to be sometimes overwhelming and in particular to be overwhelmed by the uncertainty of everything of not knowing when this will end in a month or two or six, of not knowing when I'll be able to make plans again or keep those plans or see my family. I have found that it is an invitation toward a kind of Buddhist orientation toward time, a grounding in the now. Now, I have long understood that living in the moment is theoretically a great idea. After all, traditions, many religious traditions and their teachers strive for it, you know, blah, 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 living in the moment, super idea. I think this is the first time in my own life when I have realized it is actually a kind of survival tactic. This is most clear for me personally when I think about being home with my children. If I think about the length of time I have already been home with my kids without school and without some of the other kinds of engagement that they usually have, and when I think about the amount of time I may yet still have at home with them, I lose my ability to cope rather quickly, I would say. I just can't handle thinking about the enormity of that time. How will we possibly make it through if this goes on for weeks and weeks and weeks more? But if I think about just this one day that I have to get from the beginning of the day to the end of the day, or maybe sometimes this one week that I need to get from the beginning of this one week to the end of this one week, if I keep myself deeply grounded in the now, then I feel I can make it through. I can't look back and I can't look forward, just like climbing on a ladder or over a rope bridge. Don't look down. Just stay right where you are, focused on the moment that you have. I watched Saturday Night Live this week um, the one that they created in their own homes. And I found it poignant and sweet in a way that I hadn't expected. I hadn't realized that I really wanted to see Tom Hanks, who leaned way into his jovial dad status for the opening monologue. He shared some wisdom, too, I thought, that relates to this topic. He pointed out that there's no such thing as Saturdays anymore. Every day, he said, is just today. Every day is just today. I had visions at this point in the platform of breaking into song, singing No Day But Today from Rent. Sadly, I have not yet figured out the Zoom function that turns your voice into Adina Menzel's, so you are spared from that experience. But it is true. There is no day but today. There really never was any day but today. And yet perhaps, like me, you are experiencing that in a new way. Not in the centered spiritual way 
if you're really like me, but in the, I literally can only think about today or gosh, I'm not even sure I can make it through today. And there's no day but today. Many of you are reporting right now having waves of emotion. Days or hours where you're thinking, wow, we're actually doing pretty well here. We're going along okay. I have enough flour and toilet paper and I'm going to make it. And then experiencing waves of grief or of anxiety or loss. Jenny Lawson, who writes at thebloggus.com, puts it this way. It's very up and down and up and down here. Maybe because there are so few distractions now. I feel like I'm falling apart and thriving and dying and learning and failing and celebrating and mourning. And this just keeps happening every hour. So I have been thinking a lot about time, about looking forward and looking back as David Breeden shared with us when he spoke a few weeks ago and about what it means to be in this moment, especially when this moment is hard. Uncertainty, of course, is always hard. Over the years, I have mentioned several times a favorite book of mine, an oldie but a goodie, Transitions, it's called, by William Bridges. And it is written about that experience of going from one thing to another. You may have heard this already, in which case this is your cue to quickly get a cup of coffee. But if not, or if like me, you need reminders about transitions, oh, every time you have a transition, feel free to listen. William Bridges tells us that what we often think is that stories go beginning, middle, end. Nice and neat. But the reality is that we experience them more like end, something, something, beginning. The something something isn't really the middle, not like the nice predictable middle of a story might be. The something something is that liminal space that ministers like to talk about. The something something is the unknown. Often the something something is uncomfortable, unpleasant, uncertain. And frequently, we want to get through that as quickly as possible, through the uncertainty, through the discomfort, through the pain. In fact, not even really through it, but just out, past, over. Incidentally, or not incidentally at all, this desire to escape difficult emotions is frequently the root of a whole variety of addictions, including to drugs and alcohol. When we use those substances, ironically called the hard stuff, to get away from the real hard stuff of our lives, we know it's time to seek support. But the truth is, we humans often try to rush right past the hard stuff without any substances at all, 
just our very own human impulse toward making everything all better as quickly as possible. It is important to let ourselves feel fully all that we feel. The sadness in this moment, the grief, the loss, to allow ourselves to grieve what could have been, the plans we made, the trips we thought we'd take, the spring and summer we anticipated having. On the other hand, you all know I can't possibly give a thought in a platform without providing you with the alternative version. One of my favorite sources of wisdom is fortune cookie fortunes. In fact, I collect them in the back of my phone. My favorite one, perhaps, is don't trouble trouble till trouble troubles you. Along with another favorite, no problem ever left you where it found you. I'll let you chew on that in some other platform. Don't trouble trouble till trouble troubles you. How do we find the balance between feeling fully all that there is in this moment, not rushing past the hard stuff, but really allowing it to be in and with us? How do we find the balance between that and still avoid anticipating all the grief and trouble that could be coming that isn't even here? There's a phrase called anticipatory grief, which has been helpful, I think, in understanding how many of us feel in this moment of COVID-19. We are holding anticipatory grief. Often that phrase refers to someone who has a friend or a relative who is uh, suffering from a terminal illness. You know you will lose that person. And so you hold anticipatory grief mourning their loss even while they are still with you. We globally now might be holding anticipatory grief as we imagine what will unfold and what will come in the months ahead. What will we still yet lose? What will we still yet feel? And there is, I believe, some balance in noticing that feeling, naming it as anticipatory grief, as the grief of what is yet to come. And then reminding ourselves of where we are right now. What it is truly we are experiencing, perhaps grief enough, perhaps some more centered feeling to notice what is actually happening to us. This relates, I think, to my leaving Wes as well. A smart colleague of mine said it would be important for me and for all of you to remember, to notice what kind of grief we were experiencing. She pointed out that sometimes when we feel one kind of grief, 
we snowball it with all the other kinds of grief that we ever have experienced or even that we anticipate experiencing in the future. And that it can be important to notice what is actually happening right now. The closure in a couple of months of our relationship as clergy and congregation, that is a loss. It is a loss to me and one to Wes as well. And we will both grieve it. It isn't the same grief as if I died or as if Wes died. Those would be different griefs and they're not what we are experiencing now. And so to notice what really is the grief we are experiencing in this moment. The other thing that has not died is the work that we have done together. That continues on and lives both in my life and in the life of the congregation. Be aware, she said, of marking exactly what you are feeling. Feel it fully, but beware it snowballing into something else. One of the things that is important about knowing what we are feeling now, now in this moment of transition, now in this moment of global uncertainty, is that it will help us know what we are feeling later too. We won't know now what we're feeling later, if you track that, but if we know now what we feel now, we'll know later what we feel later. I think about that particularly as it relates to the disruption we are experiencing in our shared communal public life because of COVID-19. Julio Vincent Gambudo wrote an article on medium.com titled, Prepare for the Ultimate Gaslighting. Gambudo was reflecting on the fact that as we move toward reopening in the future, we have a moment, an opportunity as a people to rush toward the normal again, to go back to everything is just fine, or to pause and use this moment of awareness to change how we move forward into the next. Pretty soon, Gambudo writes, as the country begins to figure out how we open back up and move forward, very powerful forces will try to convince us all to get back to normal. Billions of dollars will be spent on advertising, messaging, and television and media content to make you feel comfortable again. In truth, you want the feeling of normalcy. We all want it. The need for comfort will be real and it will be strong. And every brand in America will come to your rescue, dear consumer, to help take away that darkness and get life back to the way it was before the crisis." End quote. Gambudo goes, goes on to talk about what we have seen and experienced in this moment of collective trauma, in particular in America. We have seen clearer skies and the return of wildlife, wolves on the Golden Gate Bridge because of the lack of traffic and pollution. 
We have also seen healthcare disparities that are so clearly racially based and a failure of the American healthcare system overall. We have seen, in other words, the reality of what life looks like here in America now. Gambudo puts it this way, what happened is inexplicably incredible. It's the greatest gift ever unwrapped, not the deaths, not the virus, but the great pause, the pause that is on our always moving forward capitalist system. It is, Gambudo writes, in a word profound. Please don't recoil from the bright light beaming through the window. I know it hurts your eyes. It hurts mine too. But the curtain is wide open. What the crisis has given us is a once in a lifetime chance to see ourselves and our country in the plainest of views. At no other time ever in our lives have we gotten the opportunity to see what would happen if the world simply stopped." End quote. Gambudo is asking us to notice, to really notice what we are experiencing, both the challenge of it and also the beauty in it, the impact of it around us, and then rather than rushing as quickly as possible to the feel better, everything is fine, normal, normal, normal. Next step, to instead ask ourselves whether normal, normal, normal is really where we want to go, who we want to be. What would it mean if instead of rushing to get back to normal, we as a country allowed ourselves to learn as fully as possible from this moment? Now, I do want to be clear, this is not a look for the silver linings kind of platform. I mean, sure, look for the silver linings. There are moments of grace and unexpected pleasure on any journey even the most, and I'm using here a theological term, crappy. But this is really more about letting ourselves experience fully whatever there is to experience. All the feels. The Missional Wisdom Foundation has shared three questions for daily contemplation. They're geared toward this moment in our nation's history, but I think they could be asked during any difficult journey. First, what does COVID-19 take away from me today? What am I grieving today? Second, what can COVID-19 not touch today? For what am I grateful? Three, what does COVID-19 give me today? What is the unexpected gift of today? I love these questions because they begin with the grief, with the loss, 
acknowledging that before we feel that fully, we cannot possibly move into the gratitude or the gift. And because the questions keep us here now, no day but today. I close this morning with a fragment of a poem by Dana Folds, taken from From Root to Bloom. These words speak to me of my very best moments, the times when I am able to be fully present, able to feel all the feels, and in that feeling, know that I am here. Here are Dana's words. It is enough right now to taste one moment of peace. Of course, I want more, but at least the door is open. It is enough to draw a conscious breath and let my hands relax. Fingers releasing their tight grasp on things outside of my control. It is enough to shed a layer of stress as if taking off a jacket or a pair of too tight shoes. Ease of being has to start somewhere. This breath is my first If this life is one act, why do we lay all these traps? We put them right in our path when we just want to be free. I will not waste my days making up all kinds of ways to worry about all the things that will not happen to me. So I just let go of what I know I don't know. And I know I only do this life. Living in the moment, living my life. Easy and breezy, peace in my mind, peace in my heart. Peace in my soul, wherever I'm going, I'm already home, living in the moment. I'm letting myself off the hook for things I've done. I let my past go past, and now I'm having more fun. I'm letting go of the thoughts that do not make me strong. I believe this way and feel the same for everyone. And if I fall asleep, I know you'll be the one who'll always
to live in the moment, live my life, easy breezy, with peace in my mind, peace in my heart, peace in my soul, whenever I'm going, I'm already home, living in the moment. Thank you, Maureen. Thank you, Amanda. We take time each Sunday to consider our own thoughts and reflections on the morning's theme and platform. If you have a thought about something that particularly resonates for you, I encourage you to take a moment to share it in the Zoom chat or the Facebook comments. I'll read some of them aloud, though I'm sure I won't be able to keep up with them all. Uh, some of them have come in already. Um, Perry Sedman mentions that the article quoted by Amanda from uh, Gambudo can be found at forge.medium.com. Uh, Sonia Cooper says, I keep feeling that I have to preface anything positive I experience about this situation with, of course, this is terrible, but... Uh, Renee Cruz is amazing. Thank you, Maureen and Amanda. Um, the name of Gambuto's article is Prepare for the Ultimate Gaslighting. Yes, thank you again, Perry Sedman. Um, one thing to be careful of, Adam Briskin-Limehouse notes, the world hasn't stopped for millions of people. Good point. Um, <clears throat> And Josh Blinder says it really hasn't stopped for us either. Fair enough. Uh, we got to vote for Idina Menzel themed platforms for the foreseeable future. <laughs> uh, boy, I'm sorry, Peter, I'm not going to manage to read that whole quote from you, but uh, people who are on the chat can look at it for themselves. Um, Erica Pfeiffer says, for me, the world slowed down, but hasn't stopped. Fair enough. And one last one, I'm not sure, Jay Alton. Uh, Practice grace with yourself, your family, and your coworkers. That is always good advice. Thank you. Just as we share our perspectives in this community, so too do we share our resources and gifts. Here at West, we give half of all donated cash to a program whose values resonate with our own ethical culture principles. This month, we're sharing the plate with HIPS, 
an organization that helps people involved in sex work or drug use through harm prevention services, advocacy, and community engagement. There are two ways to give this morning on our website, ethicalsociety.org. There's a give link on the top right side of the homepage, or you can send a text with the amount you'd like to give to the number that's on the screen now. We appreciate everyone's generous giving as they're able. And speaking of able, we appreciate Maureen's very able gift of music. When you're weary, feeling strong, when tears are in your eyes, I'll drive you home. I'm on your side, open times with Friendships can be found like a bridge over troubled water. I will lay me down like a bridge over troubled water. I will lay me down. When you're on the street, when evening falls so hard, I will comfort you. I'll take your part. Oh, when darkness comes, pain is all around. Like a bridge over
Thank you, Maureen. <clears throat> Thank you so much to the many people who helped to create this morning's time together. Particularly grateful, of course, to Maureen, to Amanda, to the West staff, and to all the folks supporting the SEEK session at 11.30. We actually have a um, special new member ceremony. Um, this is the first time that we have been doing, we have done a new member ceremony virtually, as you might imagine. And um, we are, uh, we are just going to make our way through. We have a lot of folks here that I'm going to bring on screen at different times. I fully anticipate that it will be a little choppy. And I know that you all know that in this moment in particular, how important community is. So you can see the pictures of these new members here on your screen, um, but they are going to join us as well live and in person um, as we go through. Um, so, uh, so stay with me as we move through our new member ceremony together. Now is the time when we honor our newest members and their decision to join the Washington Ethical Society. We're delighted that we have a chance to have them with us this morning on screen. With great joy, we are welcoming today Lisa Kate, Adrian Wolfberg, and Eileen Kroll. We are grateful today for each one of you that you have found your way here and that you have decided to make a commitment to our community. We have put into the mail certificate of membership, which includes, which includes a quote from Felix Adler. Spiritual evolution is the progressive advance of humankind towards a state of things in which the light of ethical perfection shall be reflected from the face of human society, that is, which all people shall live and move and have their being in mutually promoting the highest life of each and all. And attached, to that certificate, you find an ethical culture symbol pin. And we also have your new member name tags that we'll mail to you. We hope you wear both with pride as we are proud to have you in our community. I think now that we're gonna invite our new members to come on screen. You've just heard from Josh Blinder, a board member, and Maceo Thomas, our membership coordinator. And so we are really delighted to have with us, I'm gonna spotlight first Eileen. Eileen, you should be on screen now. Hello everyone, I am delighted to be part of this wonderful community and what I want to send today is a virtual kiss to all. Thank you. And now we have a chance to see and hear from Adrian and Lisa. Oh, hang on. There we go. I think I unmuted you and that you're good. Okay. You're good. Hello. Hi. Hi. We're glad to be part of West. Wonderful, thank you. And now we're back to Josh. Okay, Whew, I'm getting my workout today. In a community like ours, entrance into the congregation comes not just with a stamp from the leadership, but with an embrace from the whole membership. Therefore, 
we would share Wes's words of welcome to our new members. Folks at home, please join along. Maceo, you start. Maceo. Okay. We bid you welcome, who come with weary spirit, seeking rest, who come with troubles that are too much with you, who come hurt and afraid. We bid you welcome who come with hope in your heart, who come with anticipation in your step, who come proud and joyous. We bid you welcome who are seekers of a new way, who come to probe and explore, who come to learn. We bid you, we bid you welcome who enter this hall as a homecoming, who have found here room for your spirit, who find in this people a family. Whoever you are, whatever you are, wherever you are on your journey, we bid you, we bid you welcome. welcome. And I hope that new members, you're looking at the chat here. Lots of folks are saying welcome to Wes, welcome to our beloved Wes, welcome new friends. We are so delighted to have you as part of this extraordinary community. Welcome in all caps. I mean, you can't get more welcome than that. Um, thank you so much for being with us and for sharing your hello, your virtual kiss and your waves. I'm gonna give this back to um, Perry Bider to uh, share some more appreciations. There we go. Well, I was too busy watching to bother typing, but let me add my own welcome to our new members. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, again, thanks to everyone who helped to create this morning's time together. Uh, Maureen, especially, and the West staff, and all the folks supporting the SEEK session at 1130, and everyone involved in trying to pull off this new challenge of platform by proxy or remote or whatever. Anyway, um, we've set up a number of ways for both kids and adults to connect through Zoom this week. Uh, the schedule is on the screen and you also can find it in our weekly email. Everyone is welcome, whether they're West members or not, so please invite friends and neighbors. Also, feel free to reach out to Amanda or Laura at any time if you need pastoral care or support. Thank you all for being here with us this morning. And I invite you now to join Johnny and Susan Bujak and the West Band on our closing song for the month, Blue Boat Home. Far away from the rolling ocean, 
versus the ocean I travel And the earth is wide blue The wide universe is the ocean I travel And the earth is wide blue And before Amanda tells us all how to get to the coffee hour chat rooms, I invite you to join me in the closing words to see on the screen. Let us go into the week ahead with compassion, understanding, and commitment, seeking our own center and centering each other. Carrie, thank you so much for your beautiful officiating today. Thank you, Maureen, for your beautiful music. Thank you, Macy, Owen, Josh, for the new member ceremony. Thank you to our new members. I see that I'm actually not plugged in. Now you're gonna get better. Um, thank you all so much for our beautiful time together. Um, we have a couple of questions um, as people are, are heading over to coffee hour um, and on to other things today. Yes, today's platform can be seen later. It will be um, it's posted as a full recording, uh, probably a few hours um, after now. So sometime this afternoon, it will be up on our Facebook page and on our website. Um, on Wednesday afternoon at 5.30, Maceo is facilitating a Zoom conversation about West history telling, just an opportunity for people to share stories. Um, that started because he was on a call with a couple of folks who were sharing stories and he said, gosh, these are great stories and I'd love for folks at West to all know them. And so please join him. Doesn't matter how long you've been a member, everybody's got a story. Um, and, uh, and hear the stories and tell the stories um, and, uh, and just have a chance to connect. Our family systems class is at 1.30 today um, online at Zoom. You can find that link on the website uh, along with all of our links always on our website calendar. And that'll be probably about an hour and a half, I would say. Um, right now, you can head over to coffee hour. Um, you see that's a password um, link. So all that information's on your screen right now. And at 11.30, we hope to see kids at our SEEK class. So wonderful to have you all with us today um, and spending your morning with us, beginning your morning with us, and perhaps beginning your week. No day but today. Folks are heading over now, I can tell, to the, um, to the coffee hour. I will see you there. I think I've answered all of the questions. Maceo reminds new folks, please fill out the, our West Connects card. That would be awesome. Off people go. Yes, we're down to 45. People are showing up over in coffee hour. Maureen, thanks so much for being with us. It's really beautiful. I am so sorry for the technical difficulties. No problem. No problem. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. I think it was actually, you know, oh, Perry's leaving or he has a question. 
I can't You're hear You're muted him. still. You're yeah, muted. Although he's not muted, so I don't know. The tiny CC isn't working for me. For the coffee hour? Right. Go into your email to the Sunday links that Robin sent last night and see if there's um, a different fuller link that you can try. All right, I'll have Sorry. to. All right, it'll take me a few minutes to get onto my computer to anyway. Sure, yep. Sorry, sorry, yep. Perry, we'll double check that. What question? Yeah. Was it better once I moved into the stairwell? Like the, the connection? I think. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I'm gonna. Um, I was closer to the router. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. I think it was. I think it was. We did a theme a couple of years ago. We had a month's theme of imperfection, and um, we all loved it because <laughs> it was the perfect theme um, for all time. Um, I am gonna, uh, and I feel like today was very much a you know we're talking about living now and in this moment, boy, that is as much this moment as is possible. Um, I am going to get over to um, see if I can, let's see, hang on. Uh, I'm going to try to put the fuller link for coffee hour in the chat here. Oh, no, it's not listed. Um, if Robin is on, Robin's probably gone over there. I think we're still live on Facebook. No, I know we are. I know we are. That's fine. I'm just trying to get the info for coffee hour out to people and try to put it here. But unfortunately, it's not, it's not, I'm not able to find it. Okay. I'm hoping that folks are going to be able to find themselves over to coffee hour. I apologize for folks who are having trouble with the tiny CC. And it was great to be with everybody. Sonia has now put the fuller, the fuller link here. Oh, Sonia, thank you so much. And so um, here we go. She's got a fuller link. If that tiny CC is not working for you, you can grab that. So glad to have you all with us today. Thank you. I'm waving goodbye to everybody. Okay, we're off on Facebook. I know we're still live for folks who are with us in the recording. We only have about 18 people. I just wanted to make, I wanna stay on to make sure people can get that link there before I close us out. The password is, yes, the password for that link is the phone number right here. Just put it right in, Wes's phone number. Sonia's put up the link. If it asks for a password, the phone number is it. See you all over there. I'm just waiting a few more minutes, make sure everybody has a chance to grab it. The link's in the chat for coffee hour. And the password, if it prompts one, is our phone number. No area code. So great to be with everybody today. All right, I'm gonna close out the meeting, folks. I will see you at coffee hour. Sonia, thank you again for all of your tech help. Bye, thank you.